0: From the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios, welcome back to the second hour of Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. I'm a horticulturist, landscape designer, garden author. We've had a great morning here. We've had a wonderful uh, discussion on growing melons. If you missed it, you can hear our um, podcast, which will be up later on this afternoon. And uh, it was really very interesting. Lizzie, good morning. How are you?
1: I'm doing good. Super excited for the dirty word of the day today.
0: Uh, Are you? (laughs) It's great. And we also, too, have on our Facebook page um, a plant ID for the flowers. And go up and look at it and see if you've ever seen these flowers in Florida. And I will tell you, you probably have. They're in nearly everyone's yards. And so it's just, um, a beautiful flower. And I just, when I, when I passed by, I just looked at it and I thought, that's so pretty. It is. And it's very pretty. So tell me if you, what your idea of it is, and, uh, we will, um, be able to, uh, have a good laugh, and then you'll notice them from then on. Now you're going to see them when when they when 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 they flower, mm-hmm. and you'll know you know what they look like. even yep. if they're far far away. Yeah, our parking
1: lot's got it out here at iHeart. I was and I saw them this week. I'm like, oh, these are so pretty, but what the heck are they? And then you were like, <laughs> they are this, and I was like, oh, dang. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so let's go with the dirty word of the day. John Denver is coming on.
2: Inch by inch, row by row, gonna make this garden grow. All it takes is a rake and a hoe and a piece of fertile ground. Inch by inch, row by row, someone bless these seeds I sow. Someone warm them from below till the rain comes tumbling down. And
3: now it's time for the dirty word of the day on Better Lawns and Gardens with Teresa Watkins.
0: And the Dirty Word of the Day today comes from us celebrating National Avocado Day, which is July 31st. It's in two days. And the Dirty Word is raceme, R-A-C-E-M-E. And a very simple explanation of our Dirty Word of the Day comes from the website Botany World. And so citing Botany World, a raceme is a type of flower inflorescence with a central stem that produces a series of flowers along its length in an unbranched arrangement. Each flower is attached to the central stem by a short stalk. The flowers bloom from the bottom up, meaning the oldest flowers are at the base of the raceme and the newest at the tip. The term raceme comes from the Latin word racemus, which means a cluster or bunch, as with grapes. It was first used in 1785. Now, the term inflorescence is used to describe the arrangements of flowers on a plant. It refers to the pattern and sequence of flowers budding and blooming, as well as how the flowers are organized on the stem or branches. There are many different types of inflorescences, such as racemes, spikes, umbels, and panicles. But to summarize, racemes are inflorensis. All racemes are inflorensis. But not all influences are racemes. So examples of racemes occur on alyssum, avocados, black locust tree, bleeding hearts, bluebells, coral bells, delphiniums and foxglove, horse chestnuts and hyacinths, lilacs and lily of the valley, lupins, mustard, radish, snapdragons and wisteria, and vanda orchids. The dirty word of the day is raceme. So National Avocado Day, we have to have guacamole this weekend.
1: Um, I will indulge in that 100%. Maybe
0: a (laughs) margarita tonight, too.
1: we got friends coming in that are uh, in the military, and so Uh they come down every once in a while whenever they get off base. And so, yes, we will be taking part in that. So thank you for that suggestion.
0: (laughs) That will be great. I love guacamole, and uh, I love it with uh, any kind of chips, and I love it on sandwiches and even in eggs with breakfast.
1: I love it. On my finger, I don't care. I love <laughs> avocados.
0: I'm crazy. Well, we are also going to be talking about water gardening today. I would love for people to, uh, for gardeners and homeowners, to be putting more water into not their turf, but into a water feature. Having some kind of water feature enables the landscape to be feel a little cooler, to uh, have ambiance, and it can, you know, soothe the sound of uh uh all types of noises. And so uh we have Kathy Gents coming up. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that cuz she's going to give you ideas for having water gardens in any landscape no matter how how big or small you have. And then also to um and then also to uh when when she um yes. And so uh what was I going to say? It just completely left my mind cuz we have some uh uh some details going on here. Um, but uh, if you go to Facebook, that's what it is. And up later today, I will have the podcast on where you can listen to it 24-7 if you like. And uh, we would love to do that. And you can follow us and then subscribe to the podcast. Uh, and then that way you get notified when it goes up and you don't miss an ep- uh, episode. So we love having to do that. Also, too, when you go to Facebook, you can also like our page and uh you know, uh, give us five stars. We'd love that. And uh, everyone here does a great job. And we so appreciate you out there listening. And we have the best listeners, as Lizzie says, in uh, all the podcasts. And so it's just wonderful to talk about gardening. Also, too, if you'd like more information about our Fifty Shades of Green um, garden tour to Ireland, to all the beautiful gardens of Ireland. And uh, that is going to be next July 6th through the 14th. You can find out more information on betterlawns.com. If it's Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. I'm Teresa Watkins, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network.
4: Nothing's better than taking to Florida's waterways with family and friends. But some boat
3: operators don't realize that bow riding is extremely dangerous. It can lead to tragic accidents if someone falls overboard because of speed or direction changes. Be sure your passengers sit only in manufacturer-designated areas while underway. Their safety is your responsibility. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and
4: Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com.
3: It's your responsibility to slow down and stay cool so everyone arrives alive. In Florida, the speed limit will never exceed 70 miles per hour on highways. Last June and July alone, there were more than 100,000 crashes with over 2,300 caused by speed. Almost 500 people died with many more suffering serious injuries. If you speed, you could destroy your life or another's. Slow down and stay cool. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles.
2: HealthCare.gov is here for you when life happens. If you lost your health coverage because of turning 26, going off Medicaid, leaving your job, or moving, you could be eligible to enroll in new coverage now. And if you need to update your coverage because of marriage or having a baby, you could also be eligible. But don't wait. There's a limited time to enroll. Check your eligibility at HealthCare.gov today. Life happens. Get covered. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. It's the first day of the first grade And she found a new best friend It's a laid-back Sunday afternoon You wish would never end The homemade
4: taste of bluebell And good friends gathered round
1: The good old days for are being made right now
3: there's no hiding from bluebell monster cookie dough ice cream creamy vanilla ice cream peanut butter monster cookie dough brown sugar candy coated chocolate and dark chocolate flavor chunks It tastes so good you'll need a bigger bowl the good old days are being made right now the good old days of being
2: made.
0: Look for Bluebell ice cream at your local grocer and pick up your favorite flavor today.
4: It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family, or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. Call right now, that number is 800-485-6003
0: Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens, I'm Teresa Watkins. We are talking about one of my favorite subjects right now. Kathy Jentz is an editor and publisher of Washington Garden Magazine, and she hosts the popular Garden DC podcast. She is co-author of the award-winning bestseller, The Urban Garden, 101 Ways to Grow Food and Beauty in the City, and that's co-authored with our, our friend Teresa Spite, and this year's bestseller, Kathy's book, Ground Cover Revolution. She's also the editor of the International Water Lily, and Water Gardening Society, Quarterly Magazine, Water Garden Journal. Good morning, Kathy. Welcome
2: back. Good morning, Teresa. Great to be here.
0: Thank you so much. So how is your summer going in Maryland? How Are you as hot as we are?
2: I don't know if we're as hot as Florida, but we're close. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it is, it's, it's extremely hot all over the country now. And so mm-hmm. one of the ways that, you know, even if it is hot outside, One of the ways that can make us feel a little cooler or just even emotionally more satisfied is having a water feature. And I wanted to talk to you. How is a water feature in the garden beneficial?
2: Well, first, as you said, it just makes you feel better, right? It creates that ambiance of cooling. You have that beautiful trickling sound if you have a water running or moving feature that can muffle some of the noise pollution that you might have. And also the wildlife love it.
0: It that that is so true. And so what kind of garden or water features are available for the garden and landscape?
2: So it doesn't matter what size garden you have, you can have a water feature, you know, anything from one of those little tabletop bubblers to just a uh, small ponds, you could have a rain garden, you could have a fountain, rain chimes. Um, I have a lotus, a mini lotus in a large pot, and I think anybody could do that
0: oh, that's wonderful that's a great idea. Just to put by a, a little table outside a patio table or a picnic bench, and even just you know the visual a lotus and and how often does it bloom for you?
2: That one reblooms about three times over the summer. It's it's like a really intense, like triple bloom. Almost looks like a peony. Like
0: oh.
2: it's it's gorgeous. That one's called Green Cloud.
0: That does sound beautiful. And so, what are some important questions gardeners should think about before selecting a feature in their landscape—a water feature?
2: Uh, first, you know, know your budget. Know what size you want. And we always say. In water gardening, that you should go bigger because you know, everybody makes the mistake of like, oh, I just want a small, little three foot oval, six foot oval, or something like that, and then the next year they're like, I should have gone bigger.
0: <laughs> that is so true. When we were talking yeah. about putting in a water garden, um, in our home in Leesburg, uh, we went and got one of the big plastic you know, ponds that you can buy very easy. Mm -hmm. And we put it in the ground and my ex and I, we were looking at it and he's going, does it do anything for you? And I go, no, does it do anything for you? And he said, no. And so we took it out and we put in a 600 gallon goldfish pond and a 900 gallon goldfish pond. And Mm -hmm. that little pond just wouldn't have done anything. And, and so what, um, so what size is good? Um, for most homes?
2: I would say anything between like a nine foot wide or diameter up to a, a 21. You know, you're getting pretty big at that point. Um, but like your example, you can do two connected, right? So mm-hmm. you could start off with a smaller one. And then in a few years, when you're, say, you want to introduce koi and want to have them separate from the plants. Then you might add a second connecting one. Oh, that's a great idea, connecting
0: them with so the koi because koi eat the the plants. They eat your expensive water lilies, and mm-hmm. so so what kind of equipment do you need to have when you have a water feature for a for a pond?
2: So if you want to have running water, like a little waterfall or something like that, you'll need to connect to some type of electricity. So you'll need a grounded outlet outside and obviously some access to water to fill it in the first place but then after that it's usually just topping it off or the rain um, so that's not usually an issue to have a hose running out there and then I use the underlayment that's a flexible rubber type liner mm-hmm. because that that's specifically made for water gardening because it can take the sun's rays and not decay like I'll it's similar to a roofing material, underlayment, right? So right. you don't want that plastic that might, you know, start to um, decay. Uh, so don't cheap out on that. The liner is your most expensive part, but it's also the most important part. I, I agree with you.
0: So let's talk about plants. And um, so just having a pond with the water and no plants in it, that's not very attractive, but it, the plants are beneficial too. What kind do you recommend?
2: So you can have um, floating annual plants, and those cover the surface of the the pond and keep it cooler or whatever water feature you have. And that that helps the fish. So, you know, I love the the little water lettuces. Those are always fun to have floating around. Mm -hmm. And then something on the edges, um, that could be our native irises, Louisiana iris. That could be pickerel weed, you know, something that filters the water. And then a nice surface you know hardy water lilies so we have our pink and white hardy water lilies or you can get an exotic water lily
0: yeah they are beautiful and you can get daytime water lily bloomers and you can get Mm -hmm. nighttime water lily bloomers and even if you have a small garden I mean the water lilies don't have to be grow to a huge size you can get some that are not necessarily miniature, but they're more compact and you can fit into a little garden area. I do have to say, Kathy, because um, we're in Florida, that um, the water lettuce, water lettuce, and the water hyacinths, you're not supposed to grow them here, and mm-hmm. uh, in Florida yeah. they're illegal to transport. So we got to be careful about yep. that. But yeah. um, I love I love the idea of plants, and when you have a a nice assortment of the floating plants and the oxygenating plants. Uh, and and the coverage on top from protection from the sun, I mean your your pH and your your water doesn't get as dirty, right?
2: Exactly, like those are the natural filters. Like you know, look at any natural water body, and the system does it for you. So. You can have a filter on your your pond or water feature, and that's generally for dropped things, like the leaf that blows in mm-hmm. or debris that comes in. That's not really for the algae or, or for anything in the water. That, the water is kept clear by the creatures in it.
0: That's true. And let's talk about the, the critters. And so what kind of critters love to be around? What will they see if they have a water
2: feature? So you'll have visiting birds literally the afternoon you put it in <laughs> <people come laughs> and drink from the water, especially on these hot days of summer, right? They are desperate mm-hmm. for it. So yeah. <laughs> you know, everything loves that moving water and that that fresh, like sparkling look to it. But then Every once in a while, I'll get dragonflies visiting, which is great to see, or a frog or you know, will come in. And you're like, where did that come from?
0: <laughs> but they'll find it. That, that's, that's true. Build it, and they will come. And so mm-hmm. I used to go out in the morning in my, in my house coat and just drink a cup of tea by the goldfish pond. And one morning, I went out, and I just freaked. There was a five-and-a-half-foot tall, it was taller than me, uh, Egret a white egret Mm -hmm. to those tall white egrets. And he was looking down at my goldfish pond and I I go, shoot, shoot. And I tried to shoo him away and he just jumped up into the willow tree and he looked (laughs) at me like, okay, there's plenty for both of us. We'll share. And he was not going (laughs) anywhere. (laughs) I couldn't scare him away. And so uh, my, at least my ponds were deep enough where he he couldn't get in, but Oh my goodness, gracious, that was funny. And so Mm -hmm. we're talking about algae. Um, And and algae gets a bad rap from the red tide, which I know sometimes you experience up there in Maryland um, and here, especially in Florida and the coastlines, southern coastlines.
2: Are all algae plants harmful? Not at all. So there's so many different types of algae and so much is not known yet about all algae. But, you know, string algae, not attractive, but it's not going to hurt your pond or the fish or anything. So that's common. And then that little green algae that forms on the surface before your plants get a chance to expand for the season, mm-hmm. that will go away, you know, in a matter of weeks. So don't don't freak out about that either.
0: And, and that's a cycle. And it's a natural cycle that we even find in lakes and water bodies. And uh, mm-hmm. I, whenever I have clients and they'll say, well, it got so bad, the algae got so bad that I just drained it. And and they had only had it for like about a month. And I said, Oh no, don't drain it because it takes about six weeks, six to you know, eight weeks for that cycle to occur. And then like overnight, it clears up immediately. And, exactly. And it's, it's yep. a wonderful, just an, a wonderful phenomenon to watch. And so every time they drain their ponds to put in no, more clean water, then they start that cycle all over again and they're going to get the algae again. And you know, they just got to let it go. Now, do you have to use chemicals to get rid of the algae?
2: Not at all. As you said, it will be a natural balance that rights itself once the plants fill in and the, the balance is found. Um, but, you know, if it's string algae, if it's something more serious, you can do a do a, a manual mm-hmm. way of taking it out, like scooping it out. Or you can try to add some um, barley to make a little bit of a balance that way.
0: That's wonderful. Now, you are the editor of the Water Gardening Journal for the International Water Lily Society and Water Gardening uh, uh, association. And so tell us about that and how people can get your journal and then about your books. I'd like to talk just real quick about your books.
2: Sure. For the Water Garden Journal, you can go to IWGS.org, so International Water Garden and then just join there. And all the back issues are up there, and then you'll get sent the current ones when you join, and that comes out quarterly. And then thank you for asking about the books. Those are available wherever you get gardening books, Amazon, bookshop.org, et cetera, and um, probably your local bookstore as well. Sure. I've seen a ground cover revolution
0: about alternatives to lawns. Thank you so much, Kathy, for joining us. Real quick, what, what is your DC podcast? So that's Garden DC, all one word. All one word, Garden DC, and you have some wonderful episodes on there. And your website is what?
2: It's washingtongardener.com.
0: Thank you so much, Kathy. Have a great weekend.
2: You too. Thanks, Teresa.
0: You're welcome. And uh, that's Kathy Gents, and she is a garden communicator, she is a garden expert, and she is also um, the editors of the DC, um, DC area and the Water Garden Journal. So Thank you so much for that. So this is now the time for your gardening questions. You can give us a call, 1-888-455-2967. It's Saturday morning. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network.
3: Life can be full of risks. If you're self employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now.
4: 800 398 0651. 800 398 0651. 800 398 0651. That's 800 398 0651. Life can be full of risks.
3: our pills deliver the exact same results for less than three dollars you'll save more than sixteen dollars a pill for the same results and right now radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for 120 bucks with free discreet shipping you can save more than seven hundred dollars off pharmacy prices charge your sex life now and save a ton of money call now and get your 44 pills and save over seven hundred dollars and qualify for free shipping stop overpaying and call right
4: now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-218-5088. 800-218-5088. 800-218-5088. That's 800-218-5088. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on US and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. How would you like like to get high speed internet for your home for less than two dollars a day. for your home for 50 bucks a month that's less than two bucks a day plus no contracts no upfront costs no equipment fees and our 15-day guarantee call now 800-897-5406 800-897-5406 800-897-5406 that's 800-897-5406
0: Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. We have time for your gardening questions. This is your time. You can give us a call, one 455 2967 or you can text me at 23680. And so what are some of the uh, gardening chores that you could be doing this weekend? Besides drinking a lot of water, stay hydrated out there. Uh, you want to make sure that before you plant, before you fertilize your yard, you test the soil acidity of your planting sites and adjust the pH as needed or plant plants that can handle that pH. And then that's the best use of your time and labor. If you have plants that can grow in your pH, plant those instead. But you need a soil analysis test. And we had just several weeks ago Dr. Brian on with a new soil test kit from the University of Florida and Agritech. It's called Soil Test all one word, and you can look for it online at Amazon has it, and it goes for $29.95, but it's going to help you because it's going to tell you what exactly your soil needs, your plants need, your turf needs. You may not have to fertilize, so you may be saving hundreds of dollars because you don't have to put down that fertilizer, and so the promo code for that, there's a $5 coupon off for it, and you have to use the promo code, UF NOW, all one word, UF, as in Frank, University of Florida, UF NOW, N-O-W, and they'll get $5 off on it. You can also get the soil test kit from any extension office. So please do that, and that's going to that's gonna save you a lot of money, and it's going to help preserve our water quality, because when we fertilize and the plants don't need it, the turf doesn't need it, all it does is leach into our ground and surface water. So we, th- that, that will be really helpful if we get the soil test. You want to also to apply um, your citrus, citrus trees if they have new growth right now. You want to apply an insecticide and a minor nutrient spray to the leaves. And you want to do that every flush of new growth. And what that's going to do is going to help the plant stave off those citrus uh, silids, which cause citrus greening, and they are going to be able to survive. You want to keep your figs moist and feed them lightly right now uh, to avoid summer fruit drop. And you can get figs at Quality Green Specialist. He has some beautiful ones. And then also right now, too, um, blueberry season is over. If you did not fertilize and you are not fertilized, if you um, did not cut them back and they need cut back, now's the time to do it. Okay, you want to do that. Also, you want to check the pH and acidity levels there. I always put pine vines in my hole of my blueberries and that creates the 4.5 pH that you know blueberries need and so you can do that and that really helps them out and then also you want to use a good blueberry fertilizer like Espoma acidic fertilizer as in an azalea fertilizer and that will help too. If you're growing blackberries you want to remove the declining stems to allow the new growth because blackberries bloom on new growth every year so you can cut those stems back And then also, too, this is one of the things in August that I really want people to be aware of. It's a good thing to trim back plants. Now, I'm not saying prune or hack back. I'm saying trim your plants in August. That way, if you have tropical plants that have gotten too big or you haven't cut them in several years, trimming back a little bit. Um, you know, and you can take a third of the the growth off without damaging the plant, but they're, it's going to enable them to harden off before any freezes that we get this winter. Now is a time to cut your tropical plants back, and so and divide them if you want, and then that way they're going to be um, established, and also the leaves and everything will be mature enough to handle any freezes. If you're cutting your hibiscus in, um, you know, October, November, December, then they're going to get damaged by any freezes that we get. And so you don't want to do that. So now's the time to cut back. It's not a bad thing to cut back plants and trim them. We get our hair cut, we trim our bangs, and then it grows out very easily. So even if we do it wrong, we can fix it, right? Now, the only thing I don't want you to be doing is committing crepe murder. (laughs) And you need to tell your neighborhood, talk about it in your HOA newsletter. Do not cut or hack back crepe myrtles straight across and make those sticks. Okay, that's not the right way to do it. You can always trim crepe myrtles' branches. If they're going the wrong way, you can cut them back to the main trunk Or um, if they're smaller than your pinky, you can cut them back. You can cut the suckers down at the bottom uh, anytime you want. But if you're hacking it back, just know you're going to get more suckers. That that crepe myrtle is more of a shrubby shrub, tall shrub, Mm -hmm. than it is a single trunk tree. And so the more you hack it back and cut it straight across, you're affecting the circulatory system of that. Uh, plant you're 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 stopping the xylem and the phloem from running you know efficiently and there's a greater chance that it's going to die so I'm telling you now and I'll probably be mentioning a couple more times before January which is crepe myrtle murder hunting season and so January (laughs) starts the hunting season for crepe myrtles to murder and uh, so I you know I just just want to save you some time don't do don't be a part of it Don't, 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 you know, sign up for it. Tell your landscaper not to do it. And, uh, you know, and also to plants that you never see them bloom. There's, if your landscaper's cutting them back every month, then you have the wrong plant in the wrong place and you're not going to see blooms. Laura petalums are the most gorgeous flower. They look like the pink or red for scythias, and um, also uh, what is a witch hazel, which are gorgeous flowering trees and shrubs. And, uh, and and so they bloom. Most people never see the bloom, except maybe on the inside, right at the very heart of the plant, because it hasn't been chopped back. And they don't know they have beautiful flowers. And uh, so let's, you know, not have to cut so much. Plant the right plant in the right place. Don't put plants in to prune them. And, uh, you know, and, and that's just a little Teresa rules of green thumb. All right. So uh, also too, uh, you want to remove your roses. Again, another thing that another plant that should be cut back after it blooms. Roses bloom on new growth. So if you never are cutting back your roses, then there's a reason why they're not, you know, uh, thriving in your yard. And it's not a bad thing. So if you'd like to give us a call, 1-888-455-2967. Or you can uh, uh, text us at 23680. Michael from Melbourne. Hi. We're going to talk about uh, your um, uh, questions, and you can give us a call. And in Cocoa Beach, we're going to be talking about that. So stay tuned. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. If it's Saturday morning from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios, this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network.
3: Hey, neighbor, check out my yard. It looks like an oasis. Wow, how'd you do it? I went to qualitygreenspecialists.com. They have the best selection of shrubs and natives, cool shade trees like oaks, colorful flowering bottle brush and creep myrtles with the largest collection of fruit trees in Central Florida. Quality Green Specialists? Yep, and they're open 9 to 4 every day. Quality Green Specialists. Top quality plants, sustainable gardening products, friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue in DeLand. David was in big trouble with the IRS.
4: At first, I didn't owe that much, but after this year, it was out of control.
3: Then David called, get a tax lawyer.
4: Right away, they were like, oh, yeah, looks like you're qualified
3: to save get a tax lawyer went to work (laughs) should have called way
4: sooner get a tax lawyer has helped thousands like david fight the irs and get a fresh start call 800-786-9014 that's 800-786-9014 hey florida we know you love getting out on the water
3: but do you know what to wear when you're out there on the water A life jacket, of course. And whether you're fishing, skiing, sailing, or just cruising the water, there's a perfect life jacket designed for you and your activity. Always check the label to make sure your life jacket is U.S. Coast Guard approved. Then try it on to make sure it fits properly. And then wear it. Life jackets save lives. Visit wearitflorida.com to learn more. That's wearitflorida.com. Why? Just think about it.
0: At healthcare.gov, you can find a low-cost, quality health plan. Do
3: plans cover doctor visits? What about emergency care? And prescriptions? All
0: covered and more. Plus, with the new law, four out of five customers can find a plan for $10 or less per month with financial help. Healthcare.gov is here for you. Enroll today for coverage starting the first of next month. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.
3: Ticks can transmit Lyme disease and other dangerous illnesses. Protect yourself and your family with Summit Green Armor Insect Repellent. Clothing and outdoor gear treated with Green Armor Insect Repellent repels and kills ticks, chiggers, mites, and mosquitoes for up to six weeks. The handy spray bottle makes it easy to apply this odorless layer of protection. Green Armor Insect Repellent is available at garden centers, hardware stores, and at summitresponsiblesolutions.com. That's summitresponsiblesolutions.com.
4: the only ira that can hold physical precious metals call now for your free gold and silver report protect your ira today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to ten thousand dollars in free silver call genesis gold group empowering faith-driven stewardship 800-361-1289 800-361-1289 800-361-1289 That's 800-361-1289.
0: Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. And we're going to go to Roy in Windermere. Good morning, Roy. How are you this morning? I'm doing pretty good, Teresa. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How can I help you? Uh, I heard you talking about crepe
3: myrtles (laughs) and... uh, I haven't murdered them, <laughs> so they've grown to about 30 feet. How tall do they get?
0: Well, it depends on the variety. So there are some varieties of crepe myrtles that will get to be about 40 feet tall. And so are these Muskegis, um are they purple flowers? Uh, like a light purple, maybe? Yep, that's Muskegee, and it can get up to 40 feet tall great <laughs> well no that's that's good it provides a nice shade and 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 pretty flowers so yeah. do, as long as you have room for it well that's the problem i'm running out of room for it <laughs> it's starting to grow into
3: the neighbors and over my roof and
0: well, it's one thing. So I, you know, so 30 feet tall. You're probably going to have to bring somebody in who can cut them. And you can trim the top off, you know, after it finishes blooming. Uh, and uh-huh. it might be easier to do it in the winter time when they are deciduous. But you wouldn't want to hack it back. Okay, so I wouldn't cut it down to like only 10 feet tall or 8 feet tall. Okay, so you just cut it down to 8 to 10 feet. No. Is that what you No, no, I didn't say that. don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. I said you wouldn't want to do that. So in the wintertime, what I would do is probably take off the branches that are leaning over your neighbor's house and, Uh you know, and then also uh, maybe take it down two to three uh, feet. And so you'll want to do that. Okay. Okay. It'll be easier to do it in the winter when you can see the actual branches. So contact your, you know, your certified arborist. All righty. Thank you so much, Roy. Okay, thank you for but, your help. All right, you're welcome. Bye-bye. So that's important part about crepe myrtles is knowing what variety you're planting. And if you only want a crepe myrtle that's going to be six to eight feet tall, there are crepe myrtles that only get to be that size, and that's the one you should buy. You shouldn't put in a 40-foot crepe myrtle when you only need it to be 10 to 20 feet tall. True, true. You know, it's, I didn't
1: realize that they actually grew that tall, to be honest with you.
0: Advent Health downtown Orlando has beautiful ones that line the street uh, right behind their, their hospital. And these are huge. They're 40 feet tall. They're huge. And they're beautiful in the fall. They have beautiful fall color. Um, and then they bloom in the springtime. So don't commit crepe murder. So let's um, go, um, Michael, hi, thank you for uh, for texting. And then we have another caller says, hello, how do I get rid of fruit flies? Where do they come from? And yes, I do feed the front and backyard wildlife. These flies are making my life miserable. In the qu- kitchen, I squirt them with roach spray. <laughs> I wouldn't do that, uh, you know. So, um, So what I need to let you know is that if they're indoors, you want to make sure that you're not getting any, there's no big cracks or openings where, the, you know, the flies can come in. That's a, that's a biggie. But also, too, whenever you bring home fruit and vegetables, you want to make sure that you wash it and that you keep them either in the refrigerator or in a plastic bag so that they are not, you know, they, they can't, they, they, they don't have access to it. Then you want to make sure that you're washing and cleaning out your sinks And your garbage cans and your um, dishwashers, all of those can have food in them that can attract fruit flies. So the cleaner you are inside your house, just spray everything down and get rid of everything. But there is, um, so what um, you can do is that you can, um, you know, go ahead and um, make sure that your microwaves are all clean. Again, doing that, but then there's also the jar and funnel trap, which you can place some bait inside a glass jar, and that could be an overripe banana, or ketchup, or uh, apple cider vinegar, beer, or wine. That, they all work. It's a good waste of wine, but never mind that now. Um, and then place a funnel over the opening of the jar with a spout pointing down to create a tiny entrance, okay, and it's kind of like, oh, there's a tiny entrance. I got to go through that. And so then the flies are attracted and then um, you remove the funnel and, uh, you know, they get in there and drown and uh, then that way you get rid of them. And so, um, do you ever get fruit flies, Lizzie? Um, It's been quite
1: a while. I try to, whenever we have fruit is, I know this sounds so dumb, but instead of bringing my fruit in my house, you know, because you have those little plastic produce bags, um, I'll actually take them out and kind of like, fluff out whether it's bananas or whatever
0: outside Mm -hmm. to make sure that I'm not bringing them in so that uh, so I have occasionally gotten them and I know it's okay I haven't eaten potatoes in a while Mm -hmm. and so because a potato will go bad and that's a really easy way to get fruit flies and you know with the doors opening and you know the cats you know being around and stuff like that you're going to you know get fruit flies but they don't need to be a nuisance like that so make sure everything is clean and that if, if you see fruit flies, find what's rotting. There is something rotting somewhere. Yeah, all yeah, right,
1: definitely. And make sure that they are fruit flies and are not sewer gnats. That's another big point because I because I, I they kind of look a little bit alike. Um, just sewer nuts are a lot blacker, and from what I understand, you mm-hmm. have to clean your pipes. So, in other words, research that. There's different ways
0: to do it between right. boiling There's, water and the household products yes, that you can get yeah. for it. So that's that's a very important part. Uh, if you missed any of today's show and there's a possibility of that, uh, then you can listen to our podcast, which will be uploaded today, mm-hmm. and I will be posting it on our Facebook page and so I did not, I haven't seen Facebook, so I don't know if anybody's responded to the plant ID. I haven't had a chance to do that. But go to the Facebook page, look at the flowers that are blooming right now. There's probably some in your neighborhood. And uh, you see if you recognize it. And I will answer later on today and let you know what it is. So You can make us hang on for that long. Are you kidding me?
1: Yeah, I am. Two hours
0: we've been hanging on for that for that answer. <laughs> okay, so hold on. Let me just look at my Facebook real quick. Quick.
1: Well, while she's doing that, you guys go to our website, WFLAOrlando.com, and uh, you can enter to win really cool things that we're giving away. Um, and you can also listen to our podcast there. You can catch up on Good Morning Orlando and also our other shows that we broadcast 24 7. There you
0: go. Thank you. So so Linda and Nathan, they they commented on it, but nobody's identified it yet. So I'm just going to wait a little bit longer and see who identifies the these beautiful flowers. And they're so pretty. They they would make pretty earrings or a little bow. (laughs) You would you would wear earrings like that. I would. I'm not a girly. I don't. I don't. Know. Well, I yeah. would. I, it'd have to be a certain occasion for me. But they're, they're they're pretty. But can you see a white Easter dress with those as the flowers? Yes. See, that's that's what it reminds me of, and so I I love that. Thank you to our callers to calling in, Roy, and our text uh, texters. Thank you so much. We had a great. Uh, conversation with Bob Huckmuth from Northwest Florida, and he is with IFAS up there. Uh, He is the uh, commercial liaison for melons, and he's with the Florida, uh, or liaison with the Florida Watermelon Association. So Melon Day is August 13th, and uh, so you can go back and listen to that podcast July 31st First, it's going to come first is National Avocado Day. So I'm going to be posting a guacamole recipe for you. And that'll be on Facebook later on today, too, as well. Does it include tequila in that? Uh, it does. You oh, have to wash yes. it down with yes. tequila. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, like it, when it you is, mix it. Oh, no. I, yes, no. yeah. I've,
1: I've had a recipe where I've done I don't do it all the time. But yeah.
0: You, yeah, you, you no, I, te- I would love to do that. Mm-hmm. I would have to see Tony. Tony doesn't drink tequila. And so uh, I would have to just do like two portions and, and do that. And so tequila is one of my favorite drinks. That's mine too. That's it's, my go-to. It is. Uh, and so <laughs> we won't talk about that. And so, But I also wanted to thank Bob for giving all that information on the melons. You, again, you can listen to it on the podcast. And then Kathy Jentz, she's always got great information. The Water Gardening Journal is a great magazine. And the International Water Lily Society and Water Garden Uh, uh, organization is wonderful so uh, check that out check out her DC podcast she is great she's from Maryland and so today Bob was from Maryland Kathy was from Maryland and Tom McCubbin is from Maryland and they got all of their agricultural knowledge from Maryland so I that's a really that's that's interesting today. So we have we can do that. So I I love that. So I love synchronicities. Yes, so, right. So thank you very much. Uh, we will see you next week, uh, Lizzie. Thank you for all everything you do. I so appreciate it. Oh, I
1: appreciate that, and thank you to our listeners. As always, you guys are the best, and you guys do the best texts. You guys do the best calls, and everything. And what about contests? Do they? Do you have any contests going on? Uh, well, we just ended our thousand dollars a day. If you missed out, dadgummit. But don't worry, I there's. Something maybe tells me in the future we may be doing that again. Wonderful. They got to pay attention. You have
0: to stay tuned and keep going to our website, wflaorlando.com. There you go. I appreciate that. And also to check out our um, 50 Shades of Green uh, Ireland tour next year. I would love for you to come with me. We have a great time. And it's such great guests. It's going to be a small, small group so that we can just get, you know, have wonderful conversations and talk about which of the plants in Ireland will grow in Florida and see some beautiful design ideas. We're going to go to the oldest garden in Florida, um, in, in, in Florida in Ireland, and then the highest waterfall. And we're visiting some very beautiful private gardens, some castle gardens. And then also some the Ring of Kerry. We're going to see some beautiful coastlines and find out all about it. So if you'd like to know more information about that, you can go to betterlawns.com and check that out. From the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios, maker of mosquito bits and mosquito dunks. If it's Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Information Network. I love the ocean.
4: Me? I love a slow winding river. I love the lake, slick as glass. But nothing compares to what you love
3: inside the boat. My family.
4: My child. My best friend from first grade.
3: If you're behind the wheel of a boat, pay attention. That way your favorite water will always be safe water. Learn more about boating safety at MyFWC.com. Brought to you by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. If you're a diabetic, we have great news.